Welcome to the App or Not to App podcast with the App Man, Jeremy Callahan. All right, I wanted to give my thoughts on the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference that happened yesterday. Today, it's actually happening all this week, but uh, the major announcements came yesterday. And being the App Man, I just wanted to kind of like update people on some of the stuff I was seeing in there. Um, the first and one of the bigger ones that I saw was the um, app store they have something now that they're going to promote called in-app events which is basically going to be a section within the app store that they're going to allow you to promote events so if you have i don't know maybe like um, a release of a new movie if you have the release of new music um, maybe some sort of challenge you want to do like a 30-day exercise challenge for your app there's now going to be a section inside the app store so like now when you go into the app store, you can search for apps, but now there's going to be a section for, um, for actually events. So my thought on it is pretty cool. I think, you know, a lot of marketing people are going to be excited about it. You know, you can put a 30 day challenge for your fitness app. And when somebody clicks on it, they could go into a direct link within your app to sign up for the challenge. So it's going to be good for re-engagement. I'm interested to see how it's going to kind of play out over time. It kind of reminds me of uh, LinkedIn. When LinkedIn first went to the feed, it was kind of a cool thing. And then people started using it and people started using it a lot more. And now it's just a spam board. So I'm interested to see how Apple's gonna kind of regulate that. But I think the initial takeoff of it is gonna be pretty good. So, <clears throat> excuse me, so get on board with that. Um, the next thing kind of on it, same on the marketing side, also on the um, App Store is product pages. They're now going to allow you to basically A-B test your product pages. So you can actually have two separate product pages. I don't even know if it's two or if it's multiple, um, but you're gonna be allowed to have multiple product pages so that you can test different images, different copy, and see what converts better. You could even have a different app icon. Uh, so that's something that's kind of out there for the marketing people. Um, the next one is the store kit. So this is more on the developer side, but right now, and you probably, if you've seen any of my videos in the past, I also blogged about it about, geez, almost two years ago about subscriptions um, and how hard they are to manage. So Apple is taking, if you have a subscription app, they take 30% of your revenue if you make over a million dollars. If you make under a million dollars, they take 15%. But it used to be 30 for everything. They just recently did the the 15% for the smaller developers. So, you know, thanks. But um, still at the same time, always the big gripe with people that were running subscription businesses is they don't give you any kind of data to tell you what's happening. It, like you had to go out and build your own system. And, and what I mean by that is how many current subscribers do you have? Well, they'll tell you that, but they, you know, they give you very little statistics on, you know, if people are re-engaging, if they're re-signing up, how many people are falling off, um, who they are on an individual basis. So they'll tell you that you have 120 subscribers or 200,000 subscribers, but you can't click into each subscriber and see their name and see when they joined and how many months they've been a subscriber for. All they would give you was this super number of like 200,000 subscribers. So you had to build your own and that's what everybody did. So now with this new store kit, uh, Part two, store kit two, they're calling it. They're gonna give you a lot more data. Um, there's a lot of documentation around that. So if you are in the subscription 
if you're a developer, especially developing a uh, subscription app, that's something that's going to be very helpful to, to everybody uh, within the business, but especially the development teams, because now we don't have to go build our own. The whole old system was very archaic. It was you know, it was, it was just hard to find the status of anything. When you would send a request to Apple for a receipt, they would send you back 40 receipts and then you had to purge through them to find out which one was the current one and do all this other stuff. So, um, so that looks like a pretty cool product. Um, okay, one of the things that happened, I didn't even see it in the developers conference, but they sent out a new terms and conditions for the App Store on the same day. So uh, what was it, Tuesday? So what they basically said was, or excuse me, Monday. So there was one that says you have to now offer account deletion. So if you have an app and users have to create an account, you now have to have an option for them to delete their account and delete their account data. The GDRP, which is the European kind of privacy standard, has had this for a while. So a lot of apps and websites already have it, but for anybody that doesn't now, now when you submit your app to the App Store to get approval, you're going to get rejected uh, if you don't have account creation. And I don't know when this is effective, but it came out in the new terms and conditions. So I think it's, I think it's immediate. So we will see. I, I have my dev team. They're going to submit the app, uh, my app, the golf app. And we'll see if it gets rejected here in the next few days because we don't have that. So might be we have to build it really quick. Um, okay, and then kind of this final piece that that I don't know that a lot of people know about or you know think about when they just hear Apple come out and say, oh, we have all these new products and things. But one of the main things that Apple's really trying to do is get rid of you leaving the Apple platform and you know going onto Facebook. A lot of people say, well, they're going after Facebook, which it really appears they are. Um, essentially what it means is that once they have you on the phone, they have all these uh, pre-installed things that they don't want you to leave for. Okay, so number one, um, they have the browser Safari, right? So they've come up with a bunch of new features for Safari. They're saying it's the fastest browser out there now because they don't want you going onto a Google browser when you're on your iPhone. They want their browser to be so good that you never leave it. Same with the calendar. Um, a lot of new features around iMessage. So um, what is it called? It's called shared with you, right? All these features, these shared with you features. So basically now in your um, text messages, I can share 30 photos with my friends or a group of friends, and I can actually scroll through them right within iMessage. So I don't have to go and create a separate album and give somebody a link. It's all just right there in iMessage. So basically they're creating a social feed within within iMessages and it feels like they're really trying to get you to, if you like that little feels, hand motion, it feels like they're trying to get you to stay within iMessage and really expand it out. There's, um, they're gonna allow you to like share movies and watch side by side. They're doing a lot of stuff with FaceTime. So you can do multiple people on FaceTime. They're saying you can now send a link out so we can schedule a FaceTime for later if you don't have an iPhone, we can send those folks a link so we could have six people on a FaceTime chat. Two of them could be on Android and they can still access it from the web. Uh, and then kind of this final piece is this privacy piece. They're really doing a lot with the privacy and the push for privacy. And 
they have, I, sorry, I, I, I'm just talking off the top of my head right now, but there's a privacy feature that's coming in right now that you can now see all the apps, how often they track you, what they're tracking you for, etc. And I noticed this today when I went into the app store, I was searching for a company app link two, and I noticed it has, now it has a little box and it, it has actually a series of boxes. One of them says like, it's, it wants your contacts, it wants your location. Um, so there's different stuff that you can actually see in the app store before you're installing an app. And then as well, there's another feature that is going to allow you to actually see what they're grabbing. So once you, so you don't like, when you install an app, you're not gonna go like, oh, it's tracking my location. I'm not gonna get this app. They show it to you, but you're not gonna do that. But maybe at some point in time during the week, you're gonna look and go, wow, look at this app. Every time I open Facebook, it wants my location. Every time I'm on Uber, I close the app and it's still tracking my location. So big, heavy push with privacy. Um, and so that's pretty cool too. So just be aware that like the way things are going with the, with the iPhone is that they're trying to keep you on the phone within Apple products and they don't want you going over to Facebook to communicate or even Instagram to chat with your friends. They want to kind of keep those messages inside of iMessage and really grow that platform out. So those are some of the things I've seen. Um, drop a comment below if you agree, disagree, um, see what's happening. And, you know, but I'm excited about this uh, in-app events. I think I see a lot of potential for in-app events, uh, especially in the entertainment realm. I mean, really across any category, if you are announcing something to now be able to do that with an event and a special landing page within the app is pretty cool. So hope you enjoyed the video today and I'll see you next time.